Hello and welcome to an ex- another exciting episode of Soaky Nostalgia. Yeah, we're, we're having Pumped. we're having issues today. Sorry, I dropped something. Pop, <laughs> you up. Okay, that's nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who said that? No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, again, welcome to the Soaking Nostalgia Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts. SNL. Sorry. That's okay. I am uh, one of your hosts, Matt. Sir Bradley. And Kat. Yes, we have Kat again tonight. Um, Sup? Just, you know, another uh, episode without Alan, and part of that is my fault because we had some technical difficulties. He was going to Skype in because the weather and his sleeping pattern has... Uh, prevented things from happening yeah and wow. i did feel if he was uh she put it nicely yeah <laughs> i wouldn't have no <laughs> well you know have. if he felt like he was gonna be a danger on the road to himself and others i would have rather him stayed home too you know just because of me yeah, afraid he would fall asleep but you How know responsible of you uh, well yeah <laughs> because eventually i'd like his hosting abilities to be in here Again. yeah i mean this is only what three four weeks in a row he's missed <laughs> Well, this will make number three, but it, it's okay. I will iron out the technical difficulties, and hopefully he'll be awake for it. Although, I, him half asleep during a podcast would have been real interesting. Could have been. Real fun. He could have said <laughs> again. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, um... We've been uh, trying to get the email out to uh, some uh, possible listeners about uh, some things that they might want to hear on a nostalgia podcast. We haven't gotten anything yet, which is to be expected. But I um, fully well believe that after these episodes are put out, that we're going to have quite a bit of feedback. And hopefully it'll be good feedback. Hopefully we'll hear from all five listeners. I do. You know something? I was really hoping that Alan would be here tonight just for... One little issue, one for one main reason, because Matt Bevan's law that he was trying to push through <laughs> got rejected. Oh, hell yeah. Get that <laughs> out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the whole podcast. He was just taking over. Yeah. That can be after Christmas. But may- maybe that's why he's asleep is all that anger has just left him. And now <laughs> he's just exhausted. That means sick maybe. for two weeks. Well. Well, you know, he's okay. He's okay. I mean, I'd be know, okay, baby. I've had the sniffles too, you know, and I've been plugged up, you know, most of last week and this week, but I feel better. Right now I'm I'm rocking a I mean, hell, Monster a, Black Energy drink right here. What he's feeling, you know. I had a kidney removed this morning. I mean, I get it. And you still made it. I still made it. Still made it. <laughs> you don't care if you're a danger to others on the road. No. <laughs> Because f*** them, that's why. Dave Chappelle. I thought Rambo 3. <laughs> wow. Rambo f*** them. Yeah. I haven't seen that in years. When Rambo goes to the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Rambo. Yeah, we're not talking about Rambo, but Rambo is beeping awesome. Yes. Um, we'll be getting into our uh, first topic here shortly, but... Uh, First, um, I just wanted to kind of update everybody on uh, you know some of the things that we've got going on here lately. Um, again, like I said, I've got a new mixer for the whole thing. Uh, my whole issue with trying to get Alan in here and why he's asleep, he'd already warned us that he was going to go to sleep, 
and I was going to try to Skype him in. However, I made the bonehead move of not realizing I needed a, um, a good headphone splitter so that all of us could hear his end of the conversation. Dip <laughs> but but I did uh, amend it by finding uh, a small set of uh, speakers that would have put his audio through. However, by the time I found them and plugged them in, he is asleep. Out. He fell asleep. That's right. He's gone. He's gone. He needs to rest. So, Cat here is not a fill-in for Alan. Cat uh, was going to be here tonight anyway because she found tonight's subject matter pretty interesting. And I just know a lot more about it than the guy you talked about last time, who I'm yeah. sure is wonderful. The guy we talked about last time. The <laughs> God we talked about last time. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen him and stuff and heard his voice, but I've, I I kind of watch. Surely you can't be serious. Don't call me Shirley. I at least know that, so thank you. I just know more about the subject today that we're talking about. Well, that's that's called research. Yeah. And I'm very proud of the research that we were able to accomplish. Um, I didn't get as much research in as I wanted to. However, I am working on the fact that I am a old mother. Oh, shut the up. (laughs) Shut the actual up. Plus, we're making this a two-part topic. I I know. Maybe Two Alan episodes. can chime in uh, next week. So, but uh, You're not f***ing old. He's not old. I'm Shut 36. Up. Yeah, that's not f***ing old. had a lot of f***s tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, my, my, You're fe- just gonna my, have... my field is no longer barren <laughs> because apparently I have a bunch of f***s out Planted here. all the f- right in your garden. <laughs> it's flourishing. Flourishing. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of that's going to be a lot of editing. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. You're welcome. Look, you're the one that made it PG-13, so... Well, I did that so that we can get as many listeners as possible and not, get run, and not get run out of, of this town, who, <laughs> run out which of has upwards town. of 25 churches in the... Oh, you think church people are going look, to be looking for podcasts about murder and yeah. old stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, that is their fault for looking up freaking well, podcasts based on the subjects we talked about. That's all right. You know, we'll leave it a little family friendly. Let's just a little bit. Just a little bit. No children, no small children, just teenagers. The just the tip. Just the tip. Kids, ask your parents about that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't listen to that. <laughs> All right. So before we get very far into this, I actually want to go ahead and do our first ad so we can get that out of the way because the topic is very heavy. Heavy. It's, it's quite extensive. Very serious. So... But we did. We actually did do some research, and uh, and I'm you know digging through my memories, my bong resin, uh, to <laughs> you know remember everything that happened because I was alive when it happened, obviously, um, and I watched it on TV and watched the whole thing unfold for the better part of a year. So let me uh, cut out for just a couple minutes, and we'll be back, and we'll jump in. Oh no, you just got food all over your favorite outfit. You have a wedding this weekend and your trusty suit is wrinkled and looks dingy. Normal washing just won't get that spot out. Your pants need to be let out or taken in. Don't panic. Instead, come down to Key Dry Cleaners. The staff at Key Dry Cleaners takes pride in making sure you look your best for any and all occasions. 
Key Dry Cleaners offer same-day dry cleaning and laundered services as well as timely quality service for any alterations. Key Dry Cleaners has serviced Glasgow and the surrounding areas for over 25 years with the same quality and care that has helped make them not only the, a long-time establishment in Barron County, but also helped name them Best Dry Cleaners in Barron County for 2018. Key Dry Cleaners is located at 401 Happy Valley Road, and their hours are 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays, closed on Sundays. So come on down to Key Dry Cleaners where all your dry cleaning needs are met with a smile. And we're back, and that noise that you hear in the background is actually our wall heater because if we don't have it on, it is ice cold. So, you know, bear with us. We're working with what we've got. We prefer ice, ice maybe. <laughs> we prefer not to be cold. <laughs> yeah, after that one week where we were just almost chattering while trying to record it, it you know, we have to have <laughs> some sort of heat. Yeah, I'm not real crazy about my penis being in turtle mode. <laughs> <laughs> It's going full reverse, full reverse. Edit question mark. No, no, we're leaving that in. That's, <laughs> That's, the question. That's right. <laughs> All right. So tonight our subject matter is actually going to be. Well, how about I let Kat do the intro for that? We had a segue. We did. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all yours. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Probably one of the most famous lines said in an American courtroom. Possibly one of the most famous lines the world over. Orenthal James Simpson, most commonly known as O.J. Simpson, also known as the Juice. Juice! (laughs) As a former running back, actor, and possibly a murderer. Possibly. Born on July 9th in 1947, O.J. Simpson... grew up in San Francisco, California. He was a successful football player and actor. But 24 years ago, O.J. Simpson was tried on the two counts of murder for the June 12, 1994 deaths of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. So, you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? O.J. Simpson. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We're talking about OJ. Some of that stuff out, like maybe this, what I'm saying right now, but but I do enjoy, I did enjoy a little intro. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, she uh, told me today she had a little intro for it and she asked mm-hmm. if she could do it. It's so, going to yeah. be a little hard. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's not turtling anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I did tug one out earlier. So, oh, okay. Uh, Good for you. Tugging Maputa. Okay, you know, that's enough. <laughs> I was quoting a Mike Myers movie, who, which will, uh, which will uh, be a subject that we're going to cover at another point in time. Mike Myers and his most likely next hot, year. Hot. Okay. I know, <laughs> but his you know streak of six highly successful movies. Get in my belly. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about OJ now. You started out with the most famous line I, I have to say that anybody's ever said in the in, – well, I won't say the most famous. One of the most famous lines anybody's ever said in, in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. If the glove don't fit, you must quit. Now, really, we really 
we kind of need some background first, uh, because you did cover a little bit of it, but OJ. Now, we kind of segued into this because we had done, done an episode about Leslie Nielsen. And for those that may not be familiar in three of the all three of the Naked Gun movies that starring Leslie Nielsen also had as a supporting cast member O.J. Simpson as Officer Nordberg, the uh, the one that was always uh, subject to being injured, hurt in a very comedic way. Yep. <clears throat> Which, you know, truthfully, I think was one of the reasons why his acting career took off at the, was was taking off at that point, because was, yeah. he was limited to um, he was a football player. And he had also done some ads. I remember specifically an ad from the 70s where I can't remember what company it was for, but I do remember because <laughs> they, they showed these things during the trial. Um, he was running across an airport and he jumps over a suitcase and something like, you know, hey, man, it's the juice, you know. Yes. And uh, stuff like that. But uh, That's kind of what made him stand out to be more noticeable to the American audience. Mm. I mean, uh, not to not to downgrade it, but you just talked about a football career. I mean, 1969 Heisman Trophy winner. Yes. Um you know, and at the time of his retirement, was second uh, among the NFL career leader rusher. Yeah, he was a second in rushing yards. Uh, he was a great player. Great. Oh yeah, Hall of Fame material. Um, it's just, it's a, it's just a really shame. He also, did, um, I think I remember reading that he also did some broadcasting as well, he which did some in broadcasting. sports broadcasting, I think. Yeah, I saw that. He yeah. also started his own film company. In 1979, called Ornthal Productions. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dealt mostly in made-for-TV movies, such as Goldie and the Boxer and Cocaine and Blue Eyes. Cocaine and Blue Eyes. Mm, that sounds mm. interesting. That almost sounds it like sounds... the entire relationship <laughs> that he had with his ex-wife. Uh, sounds, sounds fun. Yeah. I wonder if that's how he met his ex-wife. See, I didn't get to do too much research into how they met. Um, I did. Um, I've. It's not something that I've. I've learned through research, and and time got away from me where I didn't get to do the research that I wanted to do for this. Uh, but I've heard it through the grapevine at one point in time um, that um, OJ had uh, his connections in uh, while he was playing in Buffalo. Uh, is is what led to him um, knowing uh, the Kardashians, if I'm saying this yeah. correctly. Yeah, she was uh, friends with Chris um, uh, so Jenner. So we can mm -hmm. actually really thank the Buffalo Bills for the... Freaking Kardashians. For the freaking Kardashians. <laughs> uh, Mr. So uh, the late <laughs> Robert Kardashian. Well, if you want to know how Nicole and OJ met, she was working at a wait as a waitress... I believe a, that in Hollywood. What? I said I would believe that in Hollywood, yeah. I believe she was in Hollywood. She was in Hollywood. Okay. She was working at a private club called The Daisy. She was only 18, and he was also still married to his first wife when they began dating. Scandalous. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's a lot of that anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Because people are trashy. <laughs> yeah. 
How much more background do you have? Because I have Wikipedia open. I'm excited. Yeah, Wikipedia. That'll be the show notes. If you uh, <laughs> a link to uh, the Wikipedia page for O.J. Simpson. I mean, that's pretty Wikipedia. much where most... Not Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia. <laughs> it's Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, we're not going to let up. <laughs> it does it every time. <laughs> I'm going to slip it by and y'all are just going to ignore it one of these days. No, I never know. I never ignore it. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, his acting career in major things actually started out in, in some really good promising roles. I mean, yep. he, he played in the miniseries Roots. That was her, his first big, yeah. you know, Hollywood, you know, it gained so much attention. Not necessarily, not necessarily yeah. for him, but the movie right, Roots right. anyway. Movie it's such, itself, a, it's yeah. such a major, you know, film for the uh, African American community, <clears throat> uh, oh, I didn't know he was in the Towering Inferno. I haven't watched that in probably ten to fifteen years. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. We're going off Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I know. Oh I just had to do that. Oh just... <laughs> Don't think we didn't <laughs> know. I'm not gonna not notice. <laughs> but you know, he was actually a pretty decent actor for everything that I saw him in. Uh, everything that I seen him in, yeah, um, I think thought he was very enjoyable, uh, charismatic. Um, you know, had a nice looking guy. Mm-hmm. You know, good smile, good teeth. You know, just yeah, <laughs> good teeth. <laughs> I don't good know. Teeth. He, he just felt warm. Yeah, just had a charisma about him. Yeah, he was just he was what you would consider a a, a typical uh, role model family type of person. I mean. You know, he always seemed, seemed that way. Yeah, he always seemed like that was somebody that you would always be proud of to walk into a room. Hey, there's OJ. Hey, let's go see him. Hey, how's your family? You know, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a uh, had a cousin that named his dog OJ. <laughs> yeah. Was the dog violent? <laughs> that was the only question that I could, when, that was uh, circulating in my head. It was it was a wild one. I'll tell you, oh, that. it was a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing research um, today. I. Uh-huh. I couldn't find any podcasts, even though I know there's some out there. I just, I guess they have a specific title and I didn't know what the search term was. OG so I just Simpson. went, shut up. <laughs> I, actually, I looked for that and nothing came up. There, or, there was a few. Episodes. Of course, Signal wasn't too great today because it was raining, but yeah. I did manage to go to YouTube. I rewatched a couple of videos I had already seen and I found a lot more. Um, and I will make sure that I credit the videos that I personally watched. Yeah, just uh, the links that you watched. Uh, yeah. send, them, send them to me and I'll post them on the Put them up, to you. They'll be in the, the show notes. notes. You can watch them. I do highly recommend yeah. BuzzFeed Unsol- Unsolved. Um, they do banter a bit, Ryan and Shane, but that's probably the charm of the show. But it's a pretty informative, you know, little thing. But I watched a video that I don't remember the title of right now, but again, show notes. Um, there was a doctor whose name I can't remember. He's foreign. He had an accent. He was talking about um, basically like America's obsession with football. And he was saying how it's not like a natural thing to just be slamming into each other all the time and brain injuries. And there oh, is... finding out more and more <laughs> about that these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a brain um, injury disorder that can happen to football players that can you know, cause depression, tendencies of violence. Um, Which, you but know. you can't, it's not diagnosable. They have, the person has to die because they have to not, 
Oh, that sounded sinister. They don't have to die. You can only no, find out if they had it after they died if they autopsy the brain and like yeah and see that that sort of goes into a uh, subject i'd like to cover sometime and I'm, I'm sure you don't have any interest in it but talking about this ex-pro wrestler uh chris benoit who uh, murdered uh his wife his special needs child and himself over the course of a weekend and uh the theories behind the type of damage he had to his brain over the years of wrestling and hit with chairs and whatnot uh, that would cause a, a split mm, personality you know, and, yeah and also possibility of steroid use and, you know, coupled in with that. And, you know, I'm not saying yay or nay on what I believe for that. That's going to yeah. be for another day. Um, also, like, I'm not, I'm not using. Flying headbutt. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> also, I'm not using any kind of football-related brain injury as, like, an excuse. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't say, oh, it just instantly turns them into, like, a homicidal maniac. It just gives that, can't, can't possibly enhance aggressive behavior and things like that so but you know people do stuff in the heat of the moment that is just so out of bounds of what they would normally do you know i i guess uh we can get into that a little bit too here a little later but it's sort of like uh i i wouldn't be surprised if he finally does admit that he if he admits that he did this crime that he would say it's because of my football career you know, getting, you know, all those years getting hit, I've probably got brain damage and it's led to, you know, violent tendencies and paranoia and whatnot. But we can, we can get some, uh, get more into that a little bit later, but we, we're still, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we do have a whole nother episode, uh, yeah. dedicated to this too. Yeah. So. so we want to talk about motives or suspects, evidence. Well, let's, uh, <clears throat> let's talk about the, the major players in this. Who are we talking about? We've got O.J. Simpson, mm-hmm. who the suspected murderer, who was, uh, we're not going to say what the verdict was. That'll be for the next uh, episode. Like anybody doesn't know. No spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. No spoilers for this 24-year-old for case. But, but we've got to kind of, you know, Spread it build up. some suspense. A little bit. Yeah, um, you just got to play with it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a little okay. diddly here and there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you've got him, you've got his uh, deceased ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson. You've got Ron Goldman, who was a friend of hers um, that it was just rumored, happened to yeah. be there that night. It was rumored they were more, so that could have and, set him off. And even if they weren't, the fact that he showed up late at night to her house, you know, well, the if, reason the, if for this that, was the case. The reason for that, actually, is because... She had left something at the this well, restaurant. Her, her mother, they'd all gone out to eat, and her yes. mother had left her glasses at the restaurant. That's what it was, yeah. Um, and they and, called her, and since and they were he friends, went to pick him up. You know, he went to go ahead and... So a theory her. is, while whoever Goff was, you know, stabbing her and killing her, uh, Ron, showed up, Ron showed up, and I was watching, like, interviews um, from his family, and... They were like, oh, why didn't like he run away if he showed up while this was happening? And his father was like, that's not the kind of man he was. He would well, have no. tried uh, to help. You see somebody who is, uh, you know, getting attacked. If you're, it's also your friend. Yeah, if it's your friend and they're you getting know. attacked, you're not going to run. You're going to try to do something about it. Um, something, a very little bit of, of research that I did do um, about this. We'll have more research next week, we swear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I was reading that... Uh, he had a OJ had a show that he was uh, mm. in the process of filming. Yeah, and that must be something along the lines of the A Team. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, it was some sort of Navy SEAL type of thing. something to do with the, the Navy SEALs, but... Uh, he was getting some sort of special... Uh, he was getting some kind of special training, training with a knife. Yeah, hand-to-hand yeah. combat yeah. with blades and... Uh, everything of the sword so, uh, from real Navy SEALs, so we can make the 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 show as accurate as possible. True, true. Uh, which may or may not may or may not have anything to do with how the these two unfortunate victims were murdered. I mean, I, I, I think it, I think it's pretty safe to say what what most people's opinion about this. Yeah, oh yeah. In the court of public opinion, O.J. Simpson is as guilty as the day is long. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, they think that uh, he. Uh, you know, it, the most popular theory is that he followed her. To, he went to her house to confront her uh, about whatever thing they've been fighting for for the past. Uh, you know, they've been doing this for six, seven years or more. Well, there had been calls um, that she made to the police about domestic right. violence, I mean, domestic this disturbance. Is nothing, Not, nothing new. The police visited their house nine separate times. Yeah, while they were together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes, you know. He would go over there, and then they would get into a fight and argument, and he just has it. He's done. Because she was threatening of taking full custody of his kids at the time. And I think that's what finally did it. He had said, she's got to go. You know, like I said, in the court of public opinion, this theory that I'm, I'm explaining. So he would go over there, confront her about that, and she, and she would say something like, yeah, because of how you are and how you've treated me, how you treat the kids, this is that's it. You know, you're never seeing your kids, and then he loses it and, and decides that she's going to have to die at that moment, in a f- moment of extreme rage. And uh, <clears throat> then in the middle of it, here comes her friend, you know, Ron Goldman, sees what's happening and tries, you know, everything he can, but doesn't realize there's actually a knife. Because if there was a knife, I'm sure he would have put up some, uh, some other form of fight or at least try to get him off of her, but kind of keep a safe distance as well. Or maybe he just jumped on him. Either way. He got stabbed multiple times with the same knife that killed Nicole Brown Simpson. And then uh, the theory is that O.J. left, went back to his house, threw some clothes in the washer. <laughs> there was uh, actually a limousine driver. Waiting uh, for that him. Was, supposed to take him to an airport. Yeah, supposed to pick him up, take him to the airport, take him to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and according, according to... The driver. And when I stop talking, that means the theory has ended. We've gone back into what actually did take place. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what the driver described scene was um, a shadowy figure, about six feet tall, two hundred whatever pounds, running across the driveway after he had been ringing the bell for mm-hmm. about twenty minutes. Said so it was a dark-skinned male too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. I don't know if it was dark skin. But he said it might have been dark skin or it could have just been that dark. I think he said it just shadowy. That's what shadowy. I saw. But okay. yeah. you guys can look it up yourself if you're that desperate. I'm also know. going off the TV show, The People <laughs> versus O.J. Simpson, well, if you haven't I'm, seen I like that. how you put that, if you're that desperate to know. <laughs> if you really want to know. <laughs> You'll look for yourself. <laughs> In case you don't Google want to it. listen to us anymore. But um, it was a, he was supposed to pick him up sometime before 11, but it was... A little bit after that, when OJ finally answered the door, mm. said he'd overslept and that he just got out of the shower. But yeah. that wasn't adding up right. I'm sorry, but there's a difference <laughs> between looking wet from shower and looking wet from sweat. <laughs> well, thing is, he probably did jump in the shower because if he had just been doing what we think he was doing, I mean. And yeah. she li- they live six minutes apart from each other. 
and he's a former football star. So yeah, he would have made that distance. You don't easy. lose that in five or six years. So he was probably trucking it if he was there, supposedly mm-hmm. doing whatever it was. Yeah, if you if supposedly. you look at the if you look at the, if you were able to watch the trial trial or have watched video clips of him, you could see he was still in really good shape. Yeah. You know, he was still a, uh, not not like he is today. He's a, well, he's an older he's gentleman. He's in his 70s. And he's, yeah, 71 I now. Mean. <laughs> uh, but back then, I mean, he was a, you know, he's still in his 30s and he was very fit, you know, yeah. and spry. Yeah. Well, I've watched the video clip of him trying on the gloves. Oh, then we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I saw yeah. a video of him hey, back then. Hey, it didn't then. fit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh We've co- uh, so some of the other major players, of course, in this whole thing was okay. So you've got him, the victims. You've got his uh, children, which do play a major part in this. Mm-hmm. Then you've got those in the courtroom. Oh no, you've got his. You've got his best friend, Al Cowlings. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got Wait, there was someone... the judge Lance Ito. You've got yeah. everybody on the defense, which includes Rob Kardashian, yeah. Johnny Cochran. Well, he also um, had a friend uh, living in his guest house behind the main. Oh house. yeah, Kato Kalen. Mm-hmm. Kato Kalen. Kato. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it feels like for a year I heard that name every day. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, oh. What was his other attorney's name? I do believe OJ was in his mid-40s at, at, this, at the time of the murder. Yeah. But still, I mean, if you spent most of your life but being still, an athlete. Uh, yeah, still, nonetheless, I mean, if, if, if you're that much of a standout athlete, yeah, it, it probably, you're still going to be probably better than, you know, the average Joe. Yeah, the average dude just <clears throat> not being an athlete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, since he was an actor, like, he was probably keeping up some kind of workout routine so he still looked good for and, being on film you know training with the the seals yeah uh i mean, I mean those, those, there's some those, serious people uh, those are some uh <laughs> serious some badasses there yeah. yeah i mean they go through some insane training yeah who else uh, we have, uh, uh okay robert shapiro robert shapiro we have johnny cochran robert yeah. kardashian well he wasn't a lawyer but no he's was he just a lawyer? Uh, he'd had some uh, law oh, yeah. experience, uh, but he uh, he ended up reactivating his license, license to practice yeah. law. Yeah, so okay. he could help protect juice. Um, Barry Schneck, how do you say Barry that? Barry Sheck. Sheck. Yeah, that's right. Schneck. And uh, F. Lee. F. Lee Bailey. Bailey. F. Lee Bailey. That's who I was actually trying to think of. Yeah. F. Lee Bailey. Who? Uh, Carl Douglas and Peter Newfield. Yeah, he had a he had a huge huge army of attorneys working Gerald for him. Gerald F. Uh, why do they all have hard na- hard last names? <laughs> U E L M E N. How are the hell you spell that uh, or say yeah. that? Pronounce? Yeah. Human. Human. Yeah. F. Lee Bailey. He uh, mm. he's he's been a high profile attorney for many many years before he took on OJ's case. Um, he also he was the one that uh, you know the movie The Fugitive that Harrison Ford was in. Uh, the actual true story behind that, the the doctor that had been accused of killing his wife, he he was represented by a flea Bailey. Oh, wow. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no. kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> it's called Deadpan Studios for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, see, that was, and see, that was on the defense. And, of course, you had the judge, Judge Lance Ito, who... Uh, was an odd duck in himself. He really shouldn't have been the trial judge on that. On that, yeah, he just 
I don't know. He didn't have the experience. He was really young. I don't know why he was chosen for such a high profile, uh, you know, murder case, but, uh, and on the, you know, well, it could be <laughs> on the money. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Maybe, you know, <laughs> just a theory. Well, there were so many other people on the team. I mean, uh, yeah, they had so many. Uh, you also, but on the, uh, the, um, uh, oh my gosh, the prosecution, you had Marsha Clark who, yeah. man, she, she was a, she was a pit bull, wasn't she? Um, to say the least. And <laughs> if it wasn't for a few things, she, sh- I have, a, most of us have a different word for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was a, she was a very good prosecutor and she got put on this. Now, this uh, this case did kind of tarnish her legacy as a great trial lawyer because after this tr- uh, trial she left, she quit uh, law. Um, then you also had she probably had enough <laughs> for a lifetime. That was enough yeah. for a while. I mean, she probably. I, I think she had book deals and everything thrown at her, TV movies. Well, that's yeah. And then you had her uh, her backup. What was his name? Christopher Darden, who was a, a junior, you know, law clerk. Uh, no, no, he was he was an attorney. He was just really, real inexperienced, really young. I'll take your word for it. And <laughs> <laughs> she took him under his wing. And I think at some point they'd had some sort of relationship that was a little bit more than just professional. Ooh, yeah, mm, a scandal. Yeah, I wonder how many shades that was. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> maybe five. <laughs> five shades. That's all there is. That's five, five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, I tell yeah, it's you, only half. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that counts or not. Mm-hmm. You have a whole list of people that has to do with this court case. I mean, and you still had, uh, of course, you mentioned Cato Kalin, but then you had Mark DeFurman, as I like to uh, quote Jesus Danny Carvey when he uh, brings up Mark Jesus. Furman. Mark Furman. Okay. Uh, exercise the demon. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, it's a Dana Carvey stand-up special from the you know late '90s talking about the O.J. Simpson trial and Mark Furman. Mark Furman is famously known for planting evidence in the case, the bloody glove. Now, the oh, theory the police is, officer. yes, he was. He the, was the first one in the, the house. He's a racist. He is a oh, very yeah. big racist bigot. He jumped. And he wanted the, he to jumped make the fence sure. to get in there first. Yes, and he took the glove and he. Well, uh, the theory allegedly. is allegedly. Allegedly, he picked up. The bloody glove that was the actual bloody glove used in the crime scene because it was a moved pair. it, yeah, moved it to make sure that to make sure that they found it in OJ's house. Yes, to make sure because he knew OJ did it, so he said. Um, Still a racist. <laughs> oh yeah, very big racist. That's why I called him. De, that's why Dana Carvey called him the Fureman, as in you know, like the Führer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna get so many complaints not about say, that. Not saying, not saying, not saying. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe edit. <laughs> so, but but I've never seen a court case that that as high profile as the people in it. The items were just as big: the bloody glove, the pair of gloves, yeah, and the bronco. The bronco owned by uh, that was uh, ridden by O.J. Simpson, driven by his best friend well, Al Cowan. Evidence? Uh, yeah, there was there was evidence taken. Oh well, from the car. Okay. Yeah. Well, what um, about the bloody sock found in OJ's house? Well, that didn't have as uh, have as much of a, you know, bang for. But it know, had it had I've seen, blood on it. I've seen T-shirts, coffee mugs, hats, all well, the, sorts the of merchandise. Things, you name it. With the main things the that Bronco I saw was the gloves. One at her house. One at his mm-hmm. house. Yeah. A knitted hat mm-hmm. that had his hair in it. Yeah. 
the most infamous. Um. Yeah. <laughs> car chase the bloody the bloody yeah. sock the slowest, the slowest wa- yeah. well yeah i watched it i watched that car and chase everybody did i mean it well there were people on the sides of the, the street 1994 nba finals yeah that was the only court case uh that it created 24-hour news it created it was the basis for creating a tv channel called court tv which eventually became true tv hmm. i liked it better as court tv oh i did too <laughs> but on True TV, you do have Impractical Jokers, which is hilarious. Okay. I digress. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, what was found in the car was his passport, mm-hmm. a fake mustache, and <laughs> yes, a fake mustache, and adhesive for the fake mustache, <laughs> and a gun. He's over there. It's not me. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. Totally, I'm sorry, I'm but, totally you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, but a pair of glasses in, in real life, a pair of glasses will not keep somebody from recognizing Clark Kent as Superman. A mustache will not keep somebody from recognizing O.J. Simpson, especially since he's had films where he's had, or acting roles where he had a mustache and a beard. Do you think he stole? Separate. Do you think he stole the mustache from a set? <laughs> I would not it. doubt it. But you know, he yeah. is pretty attached to his memorabilia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yes. <laughs> He is. He is. We're that, I think we're going to cover that in the next uh, episode. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Just, because, just give you a little taste. Yeah. Just a Because I think with, uh, with that episode, <laughs> we're going to start with the verdict and then the aftermath, which goes all the way up to today. Mm-hmm. He's done more bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he just can't but stop. This was a long trial. It lasted for months. Does anybody remember how many days it said? It lasted. Uh, 10, 11 months. I think it was nine. Was it nine months? How? No, it wasn't quite that long. That thing cooked. Wait. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I think, I think it cooked longer than a Caucasian baby. <laughs> Caucasian baby. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what country you're in. Um, okay, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says the, tri- the trial began on January 24th, 1995, and was televised by Court TV. And. Uh, for 134 days were the arguments. So 134 days. That's just through the week. That's not, you know, Saturday, Sunday. That's, wow. Yeah. That's a long time to have That's a court, to a have a trial. So, you know, one of the most interesting things about this was that uh, there was a lot. Uh, the jury selection was major. I actually have stats on that. Do you really? Yes, I do. Nice what were the stats? Okay, the jury. You batting a thousand seven fifty. I have the information. Where the hell is it? I don't know. Oh, get your shit together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so proud of myself because I had it. Oh, Alan Dershowitz. I forgot about Alan Dershowitz on the prosecution. All right, talk about him for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about him for a second. I'm uh, intrigued. He uh, give me more. Give you more. Give it more. Give me more. Well, she Go was deeper. she was actually uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's personal attorney, and he argued that uh, only a tiny fraction of women who were abused by their spouses are murdered. I don't know who that works well for. What? Yeah. Say that again. He argued that only a tiny fraction of women who are abused by their spouses are murdered, which he kind of has a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, but but if he was her lawyer, but why was he saying something like that? That sounds like it's 
for the defense. LJ. Yeah. I don't know. Can you imagine how short that the trial would be if, say, for example, DNA testing was where it's at today? I'd give it a week. Uh, a month tops. By the time you call in witnesses and you know everything else, I would I'd say the trial would have lasted a month tops. But DNA evidence back then wasn't the greatest. You didn't have that instant communication back then either, like you do today. Yeah, email was starting to just starting to pick up. And I found it. <laughs> I, I, found I don't it. believe Johnny Cochran could uh, could work his way around DNA that they have today. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I don't you want to hear what the jury yeah. consisted of? Yes, yes. Obviously, I don't know names, but well, that's that's good because the, that's supposed well, to be supposed to be uh, yes, I know. Uh, you know, secret. <laughs> on the jury were eight black people, one Hispanic person, one white person, and two people of mixed race. Wow. What about white wow. people? <laughs> There's one. 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 Yeah, that was not. That's surprising too, because really. Um, if you think about it with the lifestyle OJ led, he led a pretty quote unquote white bread, yeah. you know, yeah. life. Yeah. So that really wasn't the best jury for him. I think it ended up being great for him, but at the start it was awful for him. Well, the public, they were very against um the racist police officer. Oh yeah. Um so <laughs> and they should They were been. against I guess there were like a few that were known to have racist tendencies. Well, so, once you put a racist cop on the stand, yeah. it almost taints the, the it entire It does. That's what it, a lot of people thought. It was very, and I hate to say this, but it was in some of the videos they pointed out, you know, like the black community, you know, the majority, at least the vocal majority, were like for his release. And the white people were like, um, no, no. We think he killed somebody, yeah. like or actually two people. You know. Yeah, I, I do remember after um, after the trial, uh, some some type of interview, and this is just going based from my memory back in the nineties. But it seems like I remember uh, some black guy uh, being interviewed and and saying, "Hell, all of us know he did it." <laughs> so, but but it did seem to kind of change after. It was over. Yeah. I think they were yeah. more excited, more, not so much not thinking he did it, but more he won over the racist cops, you know? Like, yeah, yeah like, like I said, at the start, like I said, the- it was the vocal majority. There was probably a lot of people being quieter that were like, oh, he totally did that. And I, I'm not, I'm but, not, I'm not, please don't anybody think I'm calling out race on this. No, I'm no. not. I'm, I'm talking about the type of uh, jurors they had on there with the and lifestyle, I'm going off with the lifestyle the that he, videos. <laughs> yeah, with the lifestyle that he led, um, he, uh, you know, rich, upper class, you know, upper crust type of lifestyle, big mansion, cars. Yeah, the house is, I mean, he had a guest oh. house, so oh, yeah. if your house is yeah, nice enough crust. for a guest house, is, your house is nice. This is a new phrase for me. Uh, well, it's like, think of it as like a pie. You know, you have the crust that's underneath where all the filling is. You know, the good stuff's on the bottom, but on the top, the upper crust it's is beautiful. what's pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's what gets your eye at first. Yeah. You're like, yeah. ooh, look at that Now, crust. because underneath <laughs> could be crap. It could be utter crap. It could so be people underdone. Are more willing, you could have the best tasting pie in the world, but if it's got an ugly crust, people won't try but if you have crap inside it and you have a pretty crust, people will try it. So that's where that's where that term to me. That's I, you I know, like it. yeah. So you know, that's, he's an upper crust <laughs> type of person. You know, he golfed with politicians and you name it. He was a, I mean, a multi millionaire. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, why I had all those yeah, freaking lawyers. I, I do, uh, remember uh, on a very recent uh, stand-up with Dave Chappelle, where he's talking about he's had a, a couple of uh, run-ins with uh, with OJ. I think yeah. one one prior to the murder, and one after. <laughs> and uh, oh, one Dave Chappelle, he, oh, uh, he was you know talk about trying a, to keep a distance there. Talk like, about, yeah, yeah talk about way. a comedic genius, Dave Chappelle. Uh, there's yeah. not going to be another. Uh, I mean, he to me, he belongs in the upper echelon of comedians alongside of Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, Carlin. Carlin. You know, he's just he's unique. His voice, the way he he presented the jokes, his style in acting, his TV show, you name it. I mean, just everything he did, he knocked out of the park. Even when he went crazy and and went back to Africa for a while, he knocked that crazy out of the park. <laughs> the man could do no wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's just you know, the type of lifestyle you live when you have that much mo- uh, money is completely different than what was on that jury pool. That jury pool was pulled from, you know, just your average everyday working class stiffs, you know, whether they're black. You said stiff. Yeah. <laughs> whether they're white, black, Hispanic, whatever, it, it doesn't matter. They were all working class stiffs except for maybe like one. So the jury was awful for him. But what it ended up being when you bring in a racist God awful racist who's, cop who was on audio saying oh, very yeah. terrible things. Oh yeah, was it like forty? They played the some of like it during the trial. slurs in like ten oh, minutes. God. Like it, it was awful. Like, I mean, of course we, we've we've heard worse in some music today. But I mean, as oh. a cop, when you're when you're a cop trying to uphold but the law, not, you would expect yeah. them to try to, t- uh, to treat maybe everybody just on an even tone keel. It the fuck down for like. I don't care minutes. if you hate everybody <laughs> as a cop as long as you hate everybody equally. You know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Hate all criminals the same. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, then at the, by the end, you've got a lot of people who are not in the same social class, social class that are leaning more on to racial profiling because of what he did, whether that's right or wrong. Um, but, you know, I'm no expert. I'm just going on what I remember from then as well as t- refreshing my memory by re- getting to read a little bit about it. And I'm going off podcast and reading and videos because when all this went down I was three so I was like playing with Barbies and Hot Wheels eating snacks (laughs) I'm just going off good genetics (laughs) (laughs) all right let's take a quick break and do our second ad and then we'll come back and start talking to some of the finer points of the case including the bloody glove we'll be right back Christmas is coming up and you're stressed out about the family photo you've been planning. You were ready for fall, but your hair wasn't. You have a formal coming up and you can't quite get that glamorous look you've been dreaming of. Then, look no further than Vanity Salon and Spa. Vanity Salon and Spa is a full-service salon who specializes in styling, color, and makeup. Our stylists work hard to make sure your dreams are a reality by showing you glamour and beauty is no further than a phone call away. Vanity Salon and Spa is located at 403 Happy Valley Road in Glasgow, Kentucky. Their hours are 7.30 a.m. until 7 o'clock at night or until the last appointment of the day. Call 270-629-4779 to make an appointment. Let the girls of Vanity Salon and Spa show you that glamour and beauty are always within reach. Well, that was exciting. Um... (laughs) Aren't all ads exciting? I can't. I can't wait to get more sponsors so I can change those. Um, 
Anyway, <laughs> we were talking about some of the items that were involved in the case, like the Ford Bronco. Now, you talked a lot, Kat, you talked a lot about the evidence from the Bronco, but the Bronco itself, it was famous for Al Cowling's best friend, O.J. Simpson, came over to O.J.'s house when O.J. was in a panic because O.J. was going to be arrested. He knew he was going to be arrested. He'd already been picked up once or twice, but then he, you know, been able to go back home. But he knew this time when he was getting arrested, that was it. And he just he just could not deal with it. So he had a gun, told Al Cowlings, A.C. Cowlings, that he had a gun and had O.J. come pick him up. And then they went for a drive. Police found out that he was going for a drive and they were gone. And so they went on a police chase, which was the first. The most intense the most intense first nationally televised police chase. And at some points, the slowest yeah. police chase. What, 30, 25, 30 25, 30 miles an hour. It's like I was going, but juice, it's a school zone. <laughs> Hell, OJ, you can run faster than this. <laughs> Man, yeah, just the image of the Bronco on TV from the overhead helicopter you know, shining the camera down on it is going to be permanently etched in the echelons of TV history forever. Do you remember that being an angle on WWF television? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I do, but I don't remember. I do remember, but I don't remember. It was was, uh, an angle between Roddy Roddy Piper Piper and Goldust. Goldust. Okay. For those that don't know who Goldust is... uh, Goldust was a character back in the mid '90s who was it was very risque. He was supposed to be some sort of uh, androgynous, androgynous uh, with a lot of homosexual tendencies type of wrestler who dressed in a one-piece golden suit and he wore a blonde wig. Was supposed to be. He was supposed to resemble an Oscar because yeah. he would paint his yeah. face gold except around his eyes, and that would be black, just like an Wrestling Oscar's. is real life, isn't it? It's just so realistic. Well, if you put him beside an Oscar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his That was his shtick, was to try to weird uh, the other wrestlers out. Now, behind the scenes, sure he's a... Uh, behind the scenes, he was a, uh, a married... Uh, from a famous wrestling family married with a kid. Um, so it, this is, you know, it was well mostly an act who knows what really goes on behind closed doors, but uh, they had so basically got, he was like a wrestling drag queen pretty much. But yeah. That's, that's yeah. A ter- that's a modern term. And he would, ki- well, he would kiss modern-ish. other male wrestlers to freak them out or he'd crawl across the ring and or he'd st- rub his hands up and down their body or yeah. Yeah. One occasion he came out with a ball gag in his mouth. Okay, you're gonna have to I'd see that. I don't remember. We're gonna have yeah, to bleep this. But what the actual living? <laughs> the the one thing I, I remember most about him was his catchphrase, where he would go, "You'll here, you'll never forget the name of Goldust." Wow, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. Repeating have, that now is so. My God, that's ridiculous. I don't think it was that okay. great when it you was have, original. <laughs> uh, no, your mind has not not been blown yet. I promise, but I can tell you something that will. What's that? He went to Vince McMahon to pitch the idea of him getting breast implants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For this character. Okay, for those that he don't was know. That- <laughs> 
Vince McMahon. Now, uh, okay, it, now we're getting off topic. Oh, uh, we're, we're no, we'll it's still back. tied into football and OJ. Are you okay? It is. Because uh, uh, Mr. Vince, <laughs> Vince McMahon is famous now in the news for recreating what was called the XFL. He's coming back with it. So uh, Vince McMahon <laughs> presented an idea. Was presented with an idea of getting him breast implants. Wow. Yeah. Anything for the money, right? No, 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 no. Gold dust. No, 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 no. Went, went to Vince right. McMahon, right? Because he was that uh, messed up, screwed up. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say drugged that. Drugged up. Uh, drunk. That weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess you can edit some of this out to yeah. Uh, that uh, dedicated. Yeah. Okay. He he was that dedicated to the character. That he was was willing to get breast implants. He was willing to get actual tits. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he already had bought his wife some. (laughs) He wanted a matching set. Yeah, he wanted a matching set. (laughs) Goodness, she was. But we were house. But but, okay, uh, what? Okay, so what brought him up? I, I, I'm. Okay. Man, I'm going to stuff I haven't thought about since men uh, okay. since the nineties. Another podcast uh, was well. We're talking about the uh, the the Bronco. I think didn't they use uh, mm-hmm. a white Bronco during that thing where they would fight and they were they chasing did. each other or something? They did, and they recreated the the Bronco chasing for they that. They did. They did recreate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Great and taste they have. Over gold there. dust. Ron Goldman. Okay. Coincidence. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're probably you were right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, they 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 oh, went absolutely. they they traveled all across Los Angeles and uh, you know I'll never forget it. It was just it's I, I've seen it. Like I said, I've seen it on everything. I've seen it on yeah. mugs, uh, t-shirts. I, mean, I said last week during uh, last week's uh, podcast. You know, I remember I, I would watch the trial, the chase, all the mm-hmm. clips. You know, in between. ESPN Baseball Tonight and Sports yeah. Center and MTV Singled Out and yeah. yeah, that's that's my memories from it was fluctuating between all those shows. Yeah, and you also had uh, you know we mentioned Cato earlier. What is he most famous for during that whole trial? I don't know. He was there on the property oh, yeah. and heard. You can edit out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the property and he was uh, in the guest house. Um, no, he was in one of the rooms in the main house. No, 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 I, no, I can't no. remember. He all was all in remember, the guest house. He was in the guest house. Okay. All and I they, remember but, name. But I, what he is famous for is hearing something heavy and hard. You hear three loud thumbs, thumps behind him. Against, uh, against, against the, the wall. wall. And uh, theory is that was OJ stumbling. Boom, boom, boom. You know, as he was walking through there. Maybe throwing his arm out to catch himself or, you know. But that, that's what he's most famous for. And he he tried using his... He was an aspiring actor. And I don't think his career really took off after that either. No. I recently learned he did um, create a clothing line. Jesus. Called Slacker. <laughs> I believe so, it. Slacker. He looked like a typical so, surfer guy from... So look that uh, up if you want to, folks. Yeah, he, he looked like a typical surfer guy. He had that, that blonde, poofy, hairsprayed mullet. You know, type of yeah, hairstyle. Yeah, I thought it was, well, it was weird. It I didn't mean, even look like it was attached to his head. Well, yeah. I mean, but then he did, he did celebrity boxing at one point. I can't remember who he fought, but no idea. <laughs> I don't think he won. Probably not. <laughs> but man, I have the official timeline. If you would 
the official timeline? Yes. I'll tell you what, we'll cover that next week because we're actually running a little, okay. little short on time. So remember that. Yes. Uh, but I, I want to get into some of the some of the main evidence that was in the case before we uh, have to end it this week. Uh, we had, you know, every, the evidence that you were talking about earlier. We also had bl- uh, the bloody sock. You know, you've already mentioned that. Uh, yes. the, had the bloody glove. You had uh, stuff on the Bronco. You had uh, OJ's DNA on Ron Goldman's, Goldman's shirt. Well, the uh, stuff in the Bronco was leaning more towards him thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Not this, you know, it, it didn't wasn't connected directly to, you know, there wasn't any blood. There wasn't any like hairs or anything. It was just his passport and a fake mustache. Uh, which what is what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, and then Ron Goldman's hair uh, being found in a hat that was in the Bronco. Um, yeah, there was just a mountain of evidence. Mm-hmm. And the gloves were exclusive to Bloomingdale's. Hey, it didn't fit. (laughs) (laughs) We have to take into account that the gloves for storage purposes were frozen and defrosted multiple times. And also his uh, a pair of shoes that OJ, uh, the footprints. Size 12. bloody footprints, yeah. And they were a pair of shoes that OJ said he never owned. He never owned, but there was videos showing him wearing the shoes. But then the knife that... um, Mm -hmm they said was a murder weapon and the shoes were never found yeah well actually the the murder weapon uh there's been talk that he tried selling it after he got out of prison for five million dollars on the black market uh, <laughs> so you know just there was such such a mountain of evidence going against him but there's also a lot of evidence not presented to the jury which would have been you know just i don't know why they didn't you know put it in like uh the I love the knife to, i'd love to put it in <laughs> <laughs> the stiletto knife uh had the story seat uh, that showed stilettos make a knife yeah uh, it's a it's a type of knife it's, it's just kind it's a like long that. thin i'm knife. thinking of a high heel shoe <laughs> it's it's not like a rambo knife it's a it's a long thin uh, you know sharp knife don't you like push a lever and it shoots out of its yes. case and it yeah so like imagine someone's just holding this like to you and then they click it and it goes right into yeah, you. Uh, but th- <laughs> there was a store receipt showing where he had purchased it. Um, uh, witnesses talking about the white Bronco speeding away from you know the where the the murder had happened. One of the uh, former NFL players talked about how uh, he visited OJ in the jail following the murders and testified that he yelled to him that he didn't mean to do it. Uh, or when OJ went to the funeral for Nicole Brown Simpson before he went to jail, he leaned over the casket and was heard to have whispered, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nicole, I'm sorry, Nicole, you know, sorry for what happened. You know, it's like him admitting it. Um, well, I could definitely see why people would think that, but and also, that also is kind of an ambiguous statement there, too. Yeah. You know, that could just be like, I'm so sorry that this bad thing happened to you. Yeah. Um, and also... But, yeah, obviously, yeah, that doesn't change what I think about <laughs> well, it. No. But no. And what but, a lot of people think. No. And then, of course, you've got... We mentioned it earlier, the, the video of his training for the Frogman TV show that showed him holding a knife similar to the one that was used and him having training in using it. Holding it more specifically to a woman's throat, throat. but it was never yes. presented in court. Yeah. And, you know, you've also got the mountain of DNA evidence. And, you know, what I was talking about earlier, how DNA evidence isn't what it was then and what it is now. Um, I am glad to see that, that M- NBC 
never just took the loss yeah and and didn't air anything like that it, it shows a little bit of decency i guess in tv yeah. you don't really yeah i don't really see that today yeah. well where would they have gone if they had because if one of the main people from it is now i don't know i guess don't know. in trouble <laughs> quickly let's let's uh, talk about the uh, the weird defense uh <laughs> that uh, the, the theories that they were trying to use for the case we'll cover that for a couple more minutes and then we'll We'll uh, bring it down to a close. Um, but, of course, you you had all the lawyers, uh, Bailey, Kardashian, Shapiro, Dershowitz, Ronnie Co- uh, Johnny Cochran, um, just all sorts of them. And they argued that uh, – I like uh, – I read that they argued that Simpson was the victim of police fraud, which sort of he was with Mark Furman, and what they termed as sloppy internal procedures, which had contaminated DNA evidence. Um said that uh, they wanted to show that one or more hitmen uh, hired by drug dealers had murdered Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman, that it was a drug deal gone bad, Bo- of giving both Columbia neckties because mm-hmm. of how they were, both of them were almost decapitated. Um, and it said that they were looking for, uh, at one point, looking for Nicole Brown's friend, Faye Resnick, who was... N- other than being known for this, wasn't known for anything. Um, a known cocaine user who failed to pay for her drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So then it went, to, and I think the main after they went through all these crazy, you know, theories, I think they finally stuck on the uh, the corrupt police and the faulty evidence and the most infamous uh, gloves that would not fit, uh, which. The bloody gloves that one of them was planted by Mark Furman to try to allegedly. make allegedly to make sure that he that OJ was definitely arrested and put in jail. Um, I believe they were the true gloves that were used during the incident. However, you know, um, well, it had Ron's blood, Nicole's blood, and OJ's blood because yeah, that the was next a lot day, of blood on there. Well, because the next day when they were like well, catching up to him, uh, OJ had a cut on his finger. Well, yeah. Which, how do you get cuts on your fingers? You said he cut it, he cut it cooking or something. With a knife? <laughs> but um, the the whole case hinged on this bloody glove. This was the, well, this was the prosecution's last-ditch effort to try to push for a win. And it was Marshall, or, uh, Christopher Darden pushing to use the gloves. And Marshall Clark didn't really want to, but Christopher Darden pushed it, and she said, fine. If he hadn't done this, I think OJ would have been found. Um, but so they decided to go ahead and have OJ put them on. Now, what happened? It's hard just to put the tip in. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go full shaft. Yeah, it's- yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Edits. <laughs> um, Some of this stuff really makes the show, though. I know it. <laughs> um, okay. So what did they do? They had OJ try on the gloves and what happened? Cat? Well, <laughs> what happened? I saw the video of him. What was your opening line? Putting if the <laughs> if it, the gloves if the gloves don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, that was famously given by Johnny Cochran because, like she said, the glove did not fit. But what happens? Here's my thing. What happens when a piece of leather gets wet? Shrinks. Mm-hmm. There's so much blood all over those gloves. It was almost like you doused them in a in a tub of water. So plus, what's going to happen to those gloves? Yeah. They're going to shrink. And plus, when um, I was desperately trying to figure out exactly what happens to leather when it freezes, I couldn't 
fine, exactly. But, you know, if you live in a cold climate and you have leather coat, leather gloves, wow. you do need extra care for them, just like your own skin. Yeah, because they, they, I've taken my leather, I've taken my leather coat out. Yeah, I've taken my leather coat out of stores before and uh, it, this, it, the container not be completely sealed. And, and the leather's hard. You <laughs> it's know? a little so when you're trying to put on these gloves that have been in storage in a, in a cooler area, you've got they're soaked they, in blood. They're soaked in blood, so they've shrank a little bit anyway. This man's going to have a hard time getting the gloves on his hands. And what does he do? He holds them up to the jury, and the jury sees that the gloves, the big piece of evidence with the victim's blood on them, and his blood do not fit. So what's the first thing they do? There's reasonable doubt because that cop supposedly planted he also puts them on real weird though well that's true he <laughs> kept his fingers st- completely he straight was, like, out using his one finger to like push it down in between his other fingers but he never like well that's because he on. knew they weren't fitting so he never but. just put them on like he would just put on gloves <laughs> so well, that was the big piece know. of evidence that uh, led he knew what to, he was doing yeah mm-hmm. that was a big piece of evidence that led to the the verdict which uh can i talk about the details of the gloves no, no, we're running out of time. Okay. <laughs> um, Next week. Yeah. But, you know, the glove didn't fit. So they... <laughs> yeah. OJ was found... But I guess that's where we'll stop for tonight on that. Uh, we'll talk next week about the reaction to the verdict um, and everything that happened since with OJ, the family, and how everybody's doing today. Um so now um, that brings us to our nostalgic item of the week. Yay. <laughs> Surge. Who here has heard of Surge? And me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clueless. <laughs> you lying ass. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, that it live in a part of this world that it, for some reason you lived under existed. a f-ing rock or yeah. if you're just not as fat as Americans are <laughs> then um yeah surge was uh one of the original extra caffeine uh sodas and i went through a couple of changes during its time it oh boy did my high school teachers hate it yes <laughs> It was like an energy drink before energy drinks. Yeah, it had it had just as much caffeine as when it started out. It was like what five cups of coffee in a can? Golly. Yeah, yeah. Don't, uh, it wasn't meant to be chugged. <laughs> uh, those caffeine has never really had like a a real big effect on me. So, cup of coffee, Mountain Dew, right now, surge. Uh, right now after the after the past couple of days, I've had uh, this Monster Energy drink, uh, Ultra Black, which is the best, by the way. Uh, plug not spawns <laughs> not spawns um this this gets me through and it's gotten me through although if you do want to sponsor us and go right ahead <laughs> because i very much enjoy i just spilled it you just spilled it all over your face <laughs> <laughs> there's napkins in that bag right i just there. took it all Babe. to the face okay in that bag you nasty all over your face yes Yes. So in the face. We're gonna we're gonna keep that in because that's funny. Right in the money maker. Yeah. God. Yeah. Can this still sponsor is, us, Monster but you Energy see what happens? This is where yeah. we need. It's you see what happens? This is this is why we cannot sell out. This is why this is why we cannot pander. I just got shot in the face full of Monster Energy, Ultra Black. Please send me some. <laughs> I like the mango flavor. Please send me that. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, what surge. was the thing I used to, we used to eat all the time back in the day? Oh yeah. You're <laughs> 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 not going to sponsor us if you do that. <laughs> edit that out. I will edit that out. I'll bleep it. It'll be fine. Um, no, that was that was a quote from a movie. Oh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, Very good. I don't know if it was just your own twisted yes. minds or. <laughs> it was in the 90s. <laughs> I was a child in the 90s. Yeah. I watched Veggie Tales. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I think. Teletubbies, Barney. Oh, yeah. no. Fing Teletubbies. <laughs> Those f- are creepy as sh- Never enjoyed them. That's a lot of bleeps in one yeah, sentence. Look at the f- mouth on her. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Don't ask me to do the J rap from Jay and Silent Bob because I can do every word. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> not, not this week. It's a lot of bleeps. That, that, you know, if we have to, we'll release that as the B side. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Surge. It, it was a it was a okay flavored soda. I mean, there was too much caffeine in there to really. It, it took away from the flavor quite a bit, but people weren't drinking it for the taste. They were drinking it for the caffeine. I don't think people really care. They were like, let me stay up all but night. But they changed the formula when people started having medical issues like heart palpitations. Because that's not cool. Yeah. And wow. to say that, and after a couple of lawsuits, you're, they... You're just wearing that so well on your shirt. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, uh, I do, uh, now that it's kind of made a resurgence... Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> now that it's made a resurgence, I actually, I remember I don't remember it being as good as what I think it is now. No, it's not because there's a lot more sugar in it now than what there was. There's less caffeine and <laughs> less more caffeine, sugar. Less caffeine, but more sugar. Yeah, because now it's not considered an energy uh, drink anymore. Still, now it's considered just I didn't a know soda. It was ever considered an energy mm-hmm. drink? Because yeah, because I had always seen it in Coke machines. It was uh, it was considered an energy drink. It fell along the lines of another drink that you told me that you tried earlier uh, or uh, got earlier. Jolt Cola. Jolt Cola. Right yeah. on the can. Yeah, I think twice it's a, as uh, what was it? Uh, twice the sugar and double the caffeine, or yeah. something, something yeah. to that extent. Yeah, wow! And we sh- can, you can find them at our local Family Dollar here, and I tell you what, you can. The cans themselves, the look of them, look like it was made in a in a third world country printer. It looks yeah. almost a little uh, blurry. Because it does. It has a very uh, no offense. An- antique, no offense. Antique look to them. Yeah, it had an antique look to them, uh, as in antique uh, screw up. Antique screw up. Oh yeah, God. it does not look like. Uh, I'll never you know, be sponsored by them. I don't. Uh, I don't recall what uh, my opinion of it of Jolt Cola was back in the day. However, I did drink it a few times. I never drank it because it had a more, uh, back then it had more of a cherry taste and I was never a fan of cherry cola. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the cherry cola Uh. either. Um, But I can easily say today that that is worse than Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) RC all the way. I guess that's okay. I guess that's sort of fine. (laughs) Coca-Cola is the king. I guess Jolt Cola is like a Bonus. Um, Jolt Cola is item of the week. Is the you're drunk, you're very, very, very drunk. <laughs> and, oh, no, I'm not going to go with the story. It was going to get very dark. You don't need dirty. to tell a story. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's just say it's your last choice, and you'll still do it, but you won't enjoy it. <laughs> it'll get the job. It'll get the job done, but you won't enjoy it. This sounds like anal. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit that comment. 
better not. That's <laughs> okay. We're gonna that's gold right there. The but other word. Surge, surge. If you haven't tried it today, try it. It's actually pretty good. It, it does is. not have as much caffeine as uh, as regular energy drinks. Now, if you want a good jolt, get a Monster Energy or something else like that. Actually, it's considered an if you energy want a drink. good jolt. Get a surge. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jolt. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, fans of Jolt. All right. So, all right. So next week we will finish up OJ. Uh, we will talk more about the lives of his of the victims. Yeah. Allegedly, uh, his victims, their yeah. friends and family's reactions to and everything, and where the, they are and now, the, and the reasons why he's he went to jail. Uh, I myself, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, talking about the, the the process. You know how it starts. You know picking yeah. the oranges from the trees and <laughs> oh, different kind of OJ. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. The, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no pulp or extra pulp. Such an ass. <laughs> but it's great. It's great. I love it. It comes naturally. <laughs> uh, all right. So f- uh, for this episode, I want to thank our sponsors once again, Vanity Salon and Key Dry Cleaners, for helping us pay for. Uh, Where you're going to send your server. shirt. Yeah, Monday. yeah, <laughs> and I just got it back today too. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> um, we're gonna get a website up and running. Uh, we're gonna have a Facebook page soon, and uh, when I'll this, be running it, Beach. It'll be it, and I I did check. There is availability of Facebook slash Silky Nostalgia. So I'm gonna take that as soon as possible. Um, you could look into a Twitter too, because that's a nice, quick way to get stuff out. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do Twitter. No, no bullcrap of all the other advertisements yeah. and stuff. It's just people posting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you to the sponsors. Uh, email if you'd like to email us. It would it'll be soakingnostalgia at gmail dot com. S o k y n o s t a l g i a at gmail dot com. <sighs> For a third time, that's soakingnostalgia dot com. I can't say it enough because that is going to be the the easiest and best way to reach us with uh, comments uh, about anything good bad and different and for people like me that can't follow fast spellings spell nostalgia slowly n-o-s-t-a-l-g-i-a you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) and of course thank you to the listeners for um all five of you, three of you are friends we're going to force to listen to this. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'll be very proud if only five people listen because I would love to get listeners, but I'm having fun doing this. So I'm just going to keep doing it for me. Yep. All right. So if you want to find us again, you've got the emails. We're going to have Facebook. We're going to have a Twitter. But if you'd like to find us otherwise, I do have a Twitter. It's at M-C-A-T-R-O-N 1982. Uh, Brett? Uh, BCMA Black Belt on Twitter. And... Uh, Bradley Williams on Facebook. Cat? I am Alpha Cats on Twitter. Alpha underscore cat with a K. And Alan, you'll find him asleep. (laughs) He'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I got him. I I got Got him. I got him. Got him. Got him. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) this will be it for this week for the Soaking Nostalgia Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt. Sir Bradley. And Cat. We will see you all next time. (laughs) 